Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information about our church, visit therockonline.org. And now a message from The Rock of Gainesville. Join with me. Let's pray. Father, we love you today. Love that song, Who Could Imagine a King? Father, today as we imagine the Christ, the Son of God, I pray that you would open up our amazing, creative, imaginable minds that you created us with so that we could indeed imagine the Christ. Not just one more time thinking about a baby in a manger and blowing it off, but the very significance of all that you did. I'm really grateful today, Father, for your son, Jesus who is willing to come through mankind to be birthed, to go through all the hardships that he went through all the way to the cross. Father, that the ability to remember that it didn't end with the birth. It ended with Jesus, our Savior, going to a cross for our benefit. Today, help us imagine and see it and see what you want to do in us this Christmas season of 2020. Be glorified in this place. Your name is above all names, and Father, we declare that we will not touch your glory, for you alone are worthy of all praise, honor, and worship. Give you thanks and praise today in Jesus' name, and everyone said, amen. This morning, I want to encourage all of us to allow our imaginations to take us back 2,000 years to that little town in Bethlehem. To that little manger scene. Listen as I read in a moment some of that story. Let your imagination take you there and see what the Lord might want you to see, to believe, to speak, and to receive. Luke's Gospel, chapter 2. I'm going to read. You can follow along on the screen or you can just close your eyes and listen. But I'm going to read just a portion of this today because over the last two weeks, I've been imagining that scene. We we take it so lightly. Jamie tried to preach my message a moment ago and I was about to throw something at him. But imagine... Mary, imagine Joseph, imagine a donkey, come on somebody, aren't you glad you live in 2020 and your donkey is an SUV with air conditioning and heat and even heated seats, Mary carrying the son of God, riding on a donkey for miles. I can't imagine my back started hurting just as I was telling that story. (laughs) Dr. John? If you're new here, just ask somebody the Dr. John story. It's good to have you home in this house. Luke chapter 2, beginning with verse 1. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. 
This was the first registration when Quinarius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. She gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was an angel, a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Can you imagine that? Wow. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds had told them. But Mary, Mary treasured all of these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and all they had seen. And it has been told to them. This morning, I'm going to invite you to watch a little movie with me, and then uh, I'll come and share a few thoughts. But as I get ready to throw this up on the screen, the Lord said, unless you come as a little child, we today, my prayer all week for us, those watching online, those of us here is that we can let our imagination loose about things that have eternal value not imagining a bigger house or a nicer car for Christmas don't you love all those commercials the girl gives her husband puppy and the husband gives two new vehicles what world do they live in but that's where our imagination goes wow can I could imagine my bride giving me a no I couldn't it's just not gonna happen but could we imagine something greater all week I've been trying to loosen my imagination to think like a child. The other night, two of my grandsons came over to have a sleepover with Baba. We had a great time. And I was, uh, as I was praying over them before they went to sleep, I just started thinking about the beauty of children. They wanted to sleep on the couch because Baba had a fire going in the fireplace. Came out the next morning, they're all stripped down. I'm like, what are y'all doing? It was hot, Baba. <laughs> like, you can't sleep in my house with no clothes on. <laughs> put a shirt on, put your pants on. But it was hot. They did the very first thing that came to their imagination, stripped down. Imagine the Christ. 
as you watch this movie, imagine Mary. Watch her face. Imagine the shepherds. Nobody knows their names. Insignificant. And yet God said, I choose you to reveal the birth of my son. I don't know about you, but that gives me great hope. Because not one of us are insignificant. Let your minds right now for a few moments imagine the King of Kings, the Son of God, the Savior. Watch. But you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from old, from ancient days. Therefore he shall give them up unto the time when she who is in labor has given birth, and he shall be their peace. A reading from the scroll of the prophet Micah. This one's good. Thank you, thank you. Teacher, I have a question about the Messiah. I've studied Torah every day a and... A shepherd wants to learn. Yes. Do you believe the Messiah will set us free from the occupation? Yes, he will make a great military leader. Are you sure? Just because... Last Shabbat, the priest read from Prophet Ezekiel, and he did not say... How dare you! I'm sorry, teacher. He is obsessed. You brought this animal? I said spotless. Spotless? Yes. These are for righteous men. For the perfect sacrifice. Very sorry. 
Very sorry. Very sorry. You wonder why the Messiah hasn't come? People like you keeping him away with your stains. If you come back here without a perfect lamb, I will banish you all from the marketplace. Now, come, come. I warned you about this. Are you deaf as well as lame? I'm sorry. We are not slowing down for you. You take this rat back up to the hill and try and keep up. Or find your own way back. People who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness, on them has light shone. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as they are glad when they divided the spoil. For the yoke of his burden and the staff for his shoulder the rod of you his oppressor, you want to listen? No, this is a holy place. Please, you are filthy. Go. For every boot of the trapping warrior in battle tumult, and every garment rolled in blood will be burned as fuel for the fire. Strengthen the weak hands. Excuse me, friend. Could you point me to a well in this town? My wife hasn't had a drink in hours. The other end of the square. Thank you, brother. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Here. Oh, thank you for your kindness. How far have you come? From Galilee, Nazareth. Don't say that too loud here. You know, they say, uh, Nothing good can come from... I know what they say about Nazareth. Don't worry, I won't tell anyone. Secret safe with me. Thank you for your kindness. My name is Simon. Out of my way. We must go. who have an anxious heart be strong. Fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with the recompense of God. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap like a deer, and the tongue of the mute shall sing for joy. A reading from the scroll of the prophet Isaiah. This way. <laughs> yes, well, next time I will wipe my hands with his robe. He would faint. <laughs> a Pharisee is so cheap. When he writes his will, he names himself as the heir. <laughs> <laughs> and then he still doesn't get much. No. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Finally, he's back! Uh. Hello, Simon. <coughs> Stay with the sheep. 
He is useless. Why do you keep him around? He's a good boy. Uh, yeah. You want some dinner? Finally. Aaron made dinner tonight, so <laughs> nothing is cooked. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the food is fine. It's my grandmother's recipe, so leave it alone. Yeah, <laughs> then that is why your grandfather left. <laughs> <laughs> Again and again. They take whatever they want. Oh, I wish that woman wouldn't have left the well. Oh, she was she was very, very beautiful. Very pretty, very pretty. Mm. Very Can I have my dinner now? Not with us. No. Your plate is over there. After what happened this morning, you sleep with the sheep tonight. And pay attention this time. And watch out for wolves. Watch out for the Pharisee. He might come after you. Mm -hmm. A Roman took another sheep yesterday. Simon, they're talking about the Romans again. But they've cooked it right in front of me. You're, you're, you're lucky. You're lucky you're not part of this conversation with Romans again and again. Let's talk about something else.
so beautiful. We must tell someone. We must tell everyone. We must tell everyone. Everyone. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We've waited for this for so long. So long. He's on. He's on. He's on. Yes, carry on. Oh, it's okay. of his government and of peace there will be no end to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore I told you not to come back here. So where is it? Have you found a spotless lamb for sacrifice? I've watched that about five times, and every time it gets me. Everyone must know. 2,000 years later, our mandate, our commission, is still the same. Everyone must hear. Imagine for a moment Mary. When the angel of the Lord comes to her and says, you're going to have a child. Imagine. Think about it. Ponder it, if you will. The significance of that moment over 2,000 years ago that marks our lives today. What kind of crazy announcement is that? You're going to have a child, but I know no man, but the Holy Spirit will come upon you. Today, we need that same Holy Spirit to come upon us. Two weeks from today, we're going to declare a seven-day time of prayer and fasting before God. Seven nights, we're going to come here. And we're going to invite Holy Spirit to come on us. Because as I said a moment ago, our mandate has not changed. We work our jobs, we pay our bills, we buy our homes, we play our games. 
But what is it that really has eternal value? That you're going to be okay standing before God himself one day where he will say to you, well done, thou good and faithful. I want to be found good and faithful. I want to imagine what Mary must have experienced to prepare her. Imagine, if you will, for a moment, Joseph. Man, (laughs) I don't know what I would have said if my wife would have said, honey, I'm with child. I know we're going to get married here in a few months. But I've never known a man. Imagine what he went through. Was there immediate doubt? 400 years of silence. They were reading old prophecies. The temple had been quiet. And then the angel of the Lord comes. Joseph, don't be afraid. Could you imagine his imagination? What was he thinking? How was he going to deal with this? And then that's it. That's all we hear of Joseph. Imagine the shepherds. I think the thing I love about that is even among the shepherds, there was one that was insignificant, at least in the eyes of the world. Broken, hurting, questioning, desiring, studying the word. Imagine what he must have experienced when that light from heaven came down. I don't know about you guys, I walk a lot at night. Not out on the highways and byways, just in my neighborhood. And I live in the country and there's, most of the time, it's really dark. And the sky lights up and the stars twinkle And I look into the heavens. I've been guilty of saying a couple of times, God, if you want an angel to come down and speak to me, once I get my heart clicking again, I'll be okay with that. I look into the heavens and see the magnificence of God. Imagine those shepherds. There was no light except the campfire. And all of a sudden, why did God choose them? I'm glad he sure didn't choose those religious people. Didn't you just want to punch the guy in the face? Come on, be honest. How many of you? I wanted to punch the guy. I've watched the end of that so many times just to see when he said, Have you found that spotless lamb and then that little smile you remember when Jesus came into your life and you were all messed up in sin and he revealed his love and he forgave you and you went from crying to smiling the joy of being free from sin the guilt the shame he didn't just save us so we could come to church and do church stuff. Everybody in this room from the youngest to the oldest has a purpose, an eternal purpose. And over these last six weeks as we've been 
trying to stir you to stir your imagination. I have been so blessed to hear so many of you talking about things that I haven't heard you talk about before. Some of the things that you're seeing and dreaming, believing for, ready to receive, to walk out the very life that God has for you. You're not an accident. You're not a mistake. You're a child of God. And he, in 2020, which is almost over, thank you, Jesus. Can I get an amen? Amen. 2021. I'm loving what I'm hearing in the prophetic realm of what the Father's going to do in this next generation. Man, if I can just convince you and get you to believe what I've been telling you the last few weeks, turn off that stupid vision, turn off all of that negative news, get in the Word of God. If you got to watch something, there are a lot of mighty men of God out there preaching the good news of what God's going to do in 2021. And I'm telling you, I want the Rock of Gainesville to be a part of it. And it's not going to happen just by coming and doing the same old stuff. I'm telling you, we have to be hungry for the things of God. Passionate in our worship. I said last week, some of us take worship so lightly. We bebop in 10 minutes late. It's just a song service. But when the light of heaven shines forth, What do you do? You don't stand there with your hands in your pocket. Do you think that's what you're going to do when you get to heaven? Worship. How desperately we need to experience the fullness of what he has for us. Our children need desperately to turn off their iPads and their iPhones and experience and touch God. Seven days, we're going to worship. No iPads are going to be allowed in here. Parents, no coloring books. We need to come and teach our children how to enter in and worship God. We need to teach them how to touch God. We need to get their spiritual imaginations loosed so that they can freak you out by telling you things that they see in the spirit realm. Amen? Our children. I don't know about you, I was eight years old when I gave my life to God. Eight years old, been in church every day, heard it all, heard all the stories, David and Goliath, Daniel and the lion's den, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I knew all the stories, but I had not experienced the Christ. Until that day, August the 8th, 1965. I don't know what the preacher preached. Sometimes I don't even know what I preach. (laughs) Thank God for his anointing. But that day, that night, I knew I desperately needed God. And I literally got up in that little Nazarene church and I ran down the aisle and fell on my face and cried out to my daddy and my mama's God until he became mine. Our children need a touch of God. If not television and the world and all the stuff that they're trying to sell our kids are gonna rob the hearts of our children. I believe that God wants to reveal his son to them like he revealed his son to that shepherd man. Imagine, imagine the Christ child born and lying in a manger, the son of God. He didn't have an easy life. He didn't have an easy road. Just as a baby, Joseph puts Mary back on the donkey with the child and heads off to Egypt. Because Herod 
is trying to find the Son of God to kill him. Oh my gosh, don't even let me go here and start preaching. It's what's happening in 2020 in our world. The enemy is trying to shut the church down, close our mouths, cover our faces, and cause us to become insignificant. I believe in 2021, the true church of Jesus Christ is coming alive, gonna come bright, gonna rise up, gonna learn how to pray, gonna learn how to touch God, gonna learn how to worship, gonna experience some things we've never experienced before. And I believe it's gonna go all over the world. I believe that God has winked at the foolishness of our world for the last time. And I believe he's about to show up in mighty ways. All hell is out to destroy our lives. Your marriage, your family, your health, your finances, your purpose, your children. But God, but God. Come on somebody, but God. God's gonna show himself mighty to the true church of Jesus Christ. Not those that are playing games, not casual inquirers in the house of God. It's gonna come a time when we're gonna rise up, rip these masks off our face and get back to living the life that God has called us to live. And his grace and his power, his anointing, his healing power is gonna be greater than COVID, greater than disease, greater than the attacks on our nation and the world. The church is gonna rise up and be mighty and be strong. And the world's gonna find out that they cannot shut the mouth of the church of Jesus Christ. Because Jesus is coming back one day for a bride without spot or wrinkle, a church that's strong and mighty. Strong and mighty. Imagine the church once again, strong and mighty. Our bodies strong and mighty. Until the time comes, if Jesus tarries, when we exit this world through the door of death and forever in the presence of God, we need to live like every day is the last day of our lives. And what can I do to accomplish the will of God for my life today? What is God's plan? What is God's plan for your life? What is God's purpose for your life? He has a purpose, a plan, a future, and a hope that's bigger than nine to five jobs and the houses we live in. I'm praying God, stir within every one of us a fresh new desire to know you, to see you, to experience you, to believe you, to speak your word with no reservations whatsoever to declare whatever God's saying I'm gonna declare it. My life has gotta make a difference. Bow your head, close your eyes for just a moment. The worship team's about to come and we're gonna sing a song of blessing over you this morning. But before we have you stand and participate in this, I want you to imagine, what is it that the Father, fresh and new, is wanting to say to you, Imagine yourself full of the Word of God because you have set out on a new course of life to discipline your life, to get into the Word, to read the Word, to meditate on the Word, to pray the Word, to worship the Word. And all of a sudden, what begins to happen inside of you is revolutionary. It's going to change you from the inside out. More exciting than any other thing in this world. To imagine yourself living out the very purpose of God for your life. Father, I thank you this morning for this people, this house, that we're just a part of your worldwide amazing church. I'm thankful for what I'm hearing, Father, that you're going to do in our lives in the days, weeks ahead. Help us respond to that. Hallelujah. 
The devil doesn't, but God does. Amen? Boy, that's prophetic right there. Wow. Stand with me. We're going to sing a song of blessing over your lives today. If you got your kids with you, take them there beside you. Make them stand up. Sing this song over their lives. We want to bless you this morning.
I just declare over everyone in this place, all of our family watching online, those listening this week. Father, I declare your blessing to be rich. This week as we take time to celebrate the Christ. Father, that in our families, that your glory would come into our homes. That we would surround ourselves with our families, our children, our grandchildren, our parents, our siblings. And we will honor you first with the gift of our hearts, the gift of worship, the gift of a grateful heart so that we can receive the full gift of the Christ. That we, like those shepherds, will be consumed. We gotta go tell somebody. That we will begin 2021 with a passion that says, I gotta tell somebody why my life is the way it is. Salvation has come to my household. And I'm gonna spend eternity with those that I love. Father, I declare today your blessing to be over all of our lives. Not the blessing for more stuff, but the blessing of more of you. Consume us this week. Let us, Father, turn off every noise that robs us of your presence. Help us to take our children and go out into the cool night air and to look into the heavens and get our children imagining the greatness of our God. That the vastness of our earth, the bigness of the stars, the magnitude of all that we see is nothing compared to the glory of the risen Christ. Show yourself, I pray, mightily in our lives. And I declare, Father, over all of this house, Father, that we will have the very merriest Christmas that we ever have had. because of Christ. Be glorified. We love you. We honor you. We bless you today. And Father, I bless this amazing people. I love their hearts for you. I love their passion to worship you. I love their desire to raise their children in the house of God. And I pray that as we enter into 2021, that every dad in this place will take the rightful priesthood of their home and begin to teach and train and raise and lead their children to help them to love the house of God more than any other thing. There is no school more important than the house of God. There's no place I'd rather be than in the house of God with your people. Help us as dads to take on that responsibility. Lord, I bless every father in this house, every man of God in this house to take rightful place of leadership in their home, that they will not sit back and let their wives be the spiritual leads, but they will lead anointed of you, touching, seeing their children touch God and be touched by you, Father. Thank you for that. I bless us now as we go. I pray, Father, today, that everywhere we go and everywhere we put our foot, that today we will honor you with all of our lives, with everything that is within us. We're thankful. We love you, Father. We pray these prayers in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Let's give the Lord an ovation. He's worthy today. Hallelujah. I want to say one last thing to those of you that are watching online, those of you that are standing here. Um, wasn't going to do this, but I feel like I want to, so I have the mic.
I, uh, I am really grateful for all that God has done in all of our lives this year. And I'm thankful for his sustaining grace. A year ago this week was not a good week for me. We tried to have a staff Christmas party and I was not the life of the party. I was puny and hurting. what my future looked like. But I am so grateful that God's Word is not stopped by a doctor's report. I'm thankful that even though my numbers are not where they want to be yet, today I feel great. And I am thanking the Father for his sustaining grace, mercy, healing power, and that I have a future and a hope. And I believe with all that's within me that God's not finished with me yet. So I want to share that because I want to honor God for all he's done this year in my life. Amen. I love you guys. Have a Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information about our church, visit therockonline.org.